Light me at five. We're talking about a whole new philosophy. I just don't want to answer to anybody anymore. So what you guys are telling me is that you're trying to decide if you want to be homeless or not. Like, where's the line? Yeah. Five. We're, we're figuring this out. <laughs> <laughs> this is Light Me at Five. Light Me at Five. With Dean Jernigan, Dean Jernigan Rusty, Nixon, Rusty Nixon, and Jason LaFoon. Light Me at Five. <sighs> Thanks for joining us at Light Me at Five. I'm Dean Jernigan. I'm Jason LaFoon. And I'm whoever I am today. I don't know. That's Rusty Nixon, the world's oldest intern. <laughs> I got to tell you, we thank, thank you for sticking with us. Um, those of you who have uh, subscribed to the show, yes. I got to say, you're really helping us out on the business end. Those of you who haven't, what the fuck is your problem? <laughs> Hit the subscribe button. It really helps us on the business end. It helps us spread this thing. Um Dude, you I'm, know, I'm bad about that. In my like, I pay for YouTube, but I don't subscribe to anybody's shit. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like, subscriptions don't cost you anything. I want to watch all your shit yeah. ad free, but <laughs> I don't want to be notified when there's new things. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find it. Exactly. But it's you want to help us it's out? Just, it's really weird that I do that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking about that now. Exactly. Don't be like Jason. That's what we're saying. Don't be like LaFoon. Be a more supportive person and help us spread this thing and help us grow this business. We want to bring it to you. We want to bring it to you as uh, affordably as possible. So one way to do that is to expand our viewer listenership so that our advertising goes a hint a little bit farther. And we maybe keep bringing this damn show to us. And then maybe we can fucking get some shit in the studio that it's severely needing. All right. I've made a few notes I wanted to bring up right now. Uh, for one thing, I believe you need a nightlight in that devil's asshole of a hallway leading to the bathroom. That is a fucking danger there waiting to happen. Yeah, Listen, well, there's a need, light. Just turn it on. You need to put a clapper in at least. So. <laughs> Just turn the Something. damn light on. There's a Listen. switch on the wall. It goes up, it's on. It goes Once down, you get it's into off. the bathroom. No, there's one in the hallway. You can't even see the hallway. It's right there. It's, next it's to all the pitch black. Machine. Because no, just, just, just push uh, it up. If you come into this building from outside and then Going go. to this bathroom can only be described as treacherous. Treacherous there's in no, the least. There's no windows near the bathroom to let any natural light in. Nothing. It's it's a it's like dungeon. You, you have to walk into a room to go to a room. It's I don't know how. It's weird. It, yeah, there's like a, there's like a there's like a, a a purgatory, if you will, area, and then there's just this pitch black, shadowy looking thing. It's like it's like a scene from House. Do you remember the the house? It was a fucking horror movie from like the eighties. The, the movie house. Yes. Where the the house takes the kid, and yeah. when the guy has the Vietnam flashback. Yes. On. It's one of the best movies that was ever made. Yeah, I love that. I love that fucking movie. I'm so glad you were right there on that. It's like that. There's like this one point where one of the closets open, and it's absolutely a pitch black portal to hell, and that is your the hallway leading to your bathroom, sir. And then you've got some sort of foreign fucking flusher on the top. It's not a foreign flusher. It's an energy saving it's flusher. A, it's a it's a terrible. Notice how there's a terrible. one and two on each one of those buttons. I would rather there be two little handles. One little handle and two handle. What? Well, 
<laughs> All right, we can move on from the bathroom. But I do have one other. I think we should talk about House more. I, I almost forgot about that movie. It was a great man. movie. Dude, because I, I, I don't know. Now, House, was House 2 that had the Vietnam vet? I think House, it was House 2 was not that great. House 1 was the Vietnam vet. Yeah, Big Ben. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He kills him with a grenade in the rib cage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the, yeah. With the M60s guy. Oh, yeah. Dude, because, like, um, he's like a zombie. I saw, him I from saw some, like, a lot of movies way too young. <laughs> like, um, Debbie does I, Dallas. No. <laughs> Probably should have seen that at like, five. I remember, <laughs> mind you, I haven't, uh, I hadn't had a, rela- I haven't had a relationship with my dad since I was 10 years old. Right. And I remember going over to his house and watching Scarface. And Cobra. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Commando. Oh, yeah. I had the same kind of deal at my house. Yeah. House. You know, yeah. like all those movies. And when my son was probably about like 10, I remembered the movie House. And I was like, Mom, can a 10 year old watch House? <laughs> I mean, because I watched it when I was like, like six. Six. <laughs> but I don't know yeah. if that was appropriate. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I think it's fine. So I was like, dude, you got to watch this movie. It's fucking awesome. And it scared the shit out of him. Really? He, yeah, he was not into it. Not, not happy at all. See, it was the same deal at my house, but it was just my mom worked two jobs, and she worked an hour and a half away. She just wasn't there at all. Yeah. And then she was one of those that had, like, several rec- v- <laughs> VCRs and would record stuff oh, yeah. from, yeah. like, yeah. all these different channels. And we had this this massive collection of the handwritten movies. Like, there's six movies on this yeah, back when you just get the two VCRs and yes. rent a bunch of movies over yes. the weekend. And- yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah. she was the queen yeah. of that. So I had every movie at the, like, the video place, like six of them to it, and handwritten, you know, and then it, like, so I had all the houses. And then she, like, would recommend, she would be like, hey, uh, I just got Total Recall in there. I was young, and there's a three-titty scene <laughs> recommended by my mother. <laughs> You guys explained a lot about yourselves to me in the last two minutes. And just kind of, we would watch Faces of Death. Like we watched. Oh my horrendous god! Shit. You gotta be kidding me! Oh yeah, we were young. Yeah. Oh my Man, god. we swung all that shit in like it was porn. Like it was like it was like uh, hidden. Yeah. You you you've opened a whole new avenue of understanding. Oh, I regretted immediately watching it. <laughs> I had PTSD for years, but I mean, like, by the, there's a kid you can't like admit to that. You know what I mean? It's like you got to sit there with that thousand yard stare, and fucking just do it. You know? Uh, one of them that fucked me up when I was young was the thing, uh, John Carpenter's. Yeah, the one in the Arctic. I never saw that with uh, with uh, Kurt Russell. No, That's a never great that. one. I've it, never yeah. seen any of the movies you're It's one about. of those movies that if you uh, it gives away everything in the beginning of the movie. Cuz the movie Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The movie starts with them like arriving to like this arctic base camp thing. Yeah, the Norwegian camp. And this dude like runs up to them and he's speaking some language and uh they don't understand him and they end up shooting him cuz he's trying to kill this dog. Yeah. You don't fucking shoot what a dog they, what they in don't front of know, Americans. You don't shoot a dog in front of a fucking What they don't Americans, know is this no. dude is telling them like what's about to happen to yeah, them. That, they that just dog, don't speak the language. The dog is really an alien uh, that's going to take over everybody and duplicate their look. So for like a few people that saw that movie when it came out in the theater, they knew exactly what was going to happen the entire fucking time. 
Oh, the Norwegian guy. <laughs> the Norwegian. So, some dude's just sitting in the theater like, damn it! What the fuck? That thing is going to say, oh, wait, why is it? The dog it? is an alien? What is this? <laughs> They're all hushing him. Shh. Did you not hear? What the dog? Don't pet the dog. <laughs> that would suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, shot and killed. Yeah, that would suck. No, I mean the uh, the, you know, the whole plot of the story being the, told to you because yeah. you speak the you're the only person that speaks Norwegian, <laughs> Norwegian in the theater. <laughs> no, no, it's a huge. It was supposed to be a huge hit in Norway. <laughs> Just fell flat. It was an reason. Arctic scary Every, story. Everyone leaves the theater. Remember when they used to do those man on the street spots for movies as people were leaving oh, the yeah. theater. <laughs> They're doing one of those like, I can't believe they fucking told us what was going to happen. Like, <laughs> they really did that? I was waiting for a plot twist the whole I time. Know. I was waiting and waiting and got me goddamned. It was exactly what that guy said. Uh, yeah, they I didn't got, have subtitles or anything? No. Uh, not at the whole, time. They didn't subtitle right. it. It was movie. supposed to be scary. Because right. like, they were... Uh, they were they didn't know, speak the language. You were supposed to feel it from their point of view. It was this crazy man was running at him shooting a right. gun. yeah. And this poor little puppy needed protected. But that one fucked okay. me up because you never knew who the alien was. And then there was a scene where they were all strapped to chairs and they, they figured out that the alien's blood reacted to heat. So they had a, they had like everybody, they had like a bowl of everybody's blood laid out in front of them and they were they were heating up this wire and sticking it in there and waiting to see who mutated into this creature. Uh, it was intense. <laughs> Jeez. I don't know. It's a great movie. <laughs> I forgot why we got on the subject, dude. <laughs> so, uh, so Friday night. Um, do you you know you remember that dude that's been uh, he's been he's been out the open mics a few times uh, with Jenny's friend Danny. He's a young dude, good looking dude, like tall, ripped. Yes. Okay. I know who you're talking about. So I saw him Friday night. Where? Uh, at McCormick's. Okay. And uh, he was wearing a tank top. He's got these fucking, like, you know, he's all ripped. <laughs> so I walked up, just joking around. I'm like, what's up, dude? Shit, I should have wore a tank top, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I rolled up my sleeves, and I was like, I mean, you're looking good, man, but, like, you work a little bit harder, you'll get as big as me one day. Yeah. You know? Hey, you got an Just, like, joking wife. with the dude, and he's like, you know I'm a wrestler, right? <laughs> oh, Jesus <laughs> I was like, no, I didn't know that before I started this conversation. Uh, but he just had his first match, dude, like pro wrestler. And he, he, so he rips out his phone and like that dude does like the jumping up, spinning around, around the dude's neck and body slamming him shit. It was pretty interesting talking to him about it. He's been working on it for like a year now. Really? And like just had his first match. Yeah, so he's like a dancer. So Yeah, like a dancer that could have beat the shit out of me. <laughs> But when he had the endurance that you got? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can definitely tell his cardio is better than that. As he's, as he's sucking down a, a vape from Michigan <laughs> over here. <laughs> Let me tell you. Let me tell you something right now. I'm going to show you how this is. That's a wild That's conversation. Though. How many times you walk up to a guy and start talking? You know I'm a wrestler, don't you? Wouldn't that chill he you? He said that after I was I'm, making fun of him right? for, you know, showing up. But that would chill you even more. You know I'm a wrestler, <laughs> don't you? And it just kind of would 
Yeah. But I, I still, that's... <laughs> you work as hard as me. What? <laughs> <laughs> What's your stamina like, dog? I mean, sure, you can lift 300, but can you lift 194 times? Oh, you can? Oh. Okay. There goes that theory. <laughs> oh, my God. I, uh... I uh been buying my house, right? Yeah. So I'm doing this this VA bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh I take uh I took some so I took water samples. Right. So they're like uh, I got to I got to submit these water samples. So I go up to the fucking place and there's a table laid out and it was like if you're doing a VA loan take this bag of samples, you know, so you can do shit. And it was either that or I have them come out to the house and I pay like 75 extra bucks. Fuck that. Yeah. I took the samples. Sent them back. Failed miserably. Great. So we had to like shock the well and install this osmosis system and all this bullshit in. Okay. Then I got to resample, right? Right. So I go back up, get the samples, go and do it again. Pass flying colors. Submit it to the VA. It's wonderful. Then they spit back. Well, we noticed that uh, you took the samples yourself. We're going to need, like, a sanitary agent to go out there. Oh, yeah. You didn't sit through a four-hour class on a Saturday to be certified to take a water sample, Dean. (laughs) (laughs) I would have thought that my real-life practical experience in taking two samples would have equated to a four-hour certification (laughs) course online. I drink water all the time. (laughs) I know how to get it into a container. Okay? Listen. It's a stream. I caught it halfway. I didn't even touch it. We're good. So now I had to to pay them for a third test. Were the first two free? No. So you... And I'll tell you, here's the thing. There's no way they've enforced this it's got to be collected by a sanitary engineer on everybody, or else it wouldn't just be a table laid up here that said, hey, if you guys are doing it for the VA loan, this is the bag you want. Dude, it's going to be some like 22-year-old pothead college student's <laughs> like, what's up, dude? I'm Craig. Uh, I need some water for this thing. <laughs> You're like, motherfucker. This is the expert. Yeah. And then it'll, then it'll, it'll he'll fill the bottle and he'll take it. He'll take a swig from it real quick. Tastes like water to me, man. Tastes pretty <laughs> slick. Uh, I like your chances. <laughs> oh yeah, that'll be like four hundred and seventy-five dollars. <laughs> fill out the survey and tell him how great I was. You got something against twenty-two-year-olds? <sighs> you know, I don't because I uh, I did a show at Chesterton. Yeah, and um, I did a show with Steven Saylor up at Chesterton. Okay, and uh, I'm up there, and <laughs> I'm up there with you, and uh, after the show, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot about this. <laughs> after the show, so Steven got like an Uber up there, and then uh, so so there's uh, there's a couple. That's kind of uh, like like just kind of sitting in the middle of they're, they're kind of just standing out, you know. They're, they're right. a middle aged couple, and in the middle of his set, he's doing and he wrote. I think he took an Uber up, and then Jason was going to take him over to Valpo afterwards. Like he was like, "Hey, if you're heading out to Valpo, I'll I'll catch a ride with you and maybe get on stage in Valpo at late show." So uh, Steve is doing a set, and halfway through, you can tell he he didn't feel like his materials working, so he goes to do some crowd work. So he cuts. 
to this couple. Like I said, they kind of stand out. She's she's really attractive. And he says, so definitely he, younger than the dude she was with. Like they to, were an obvious. Yeah. Like when you saw him, you were just like, huh, that's a weird. Yeah, yeah, combo. yeah. One of those. Yeah. And uh, I mean, they were, they were middle aged and whatnot, but um, uh, yeah, she was definitely younger than than the guy. So Stephen, it, it kind of reverts to a uh, a crowd work routine he's done. I think without thinking, and he says, "Well, how old are you?" Uh, okay. So she says, "Like twenty-one." Clearly, not wanting to say her age, right? As no middle-aged woman wants to right. say her age yeah. in a public bar. Yeah. And he goes, and it just his natural reaction slipped through for a second. He goes, "Nah." <laughs> 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 immediately you can tell he's like oh fuck <laughs> like <laughs> i didn't mean to say that out loud and then he's like she's clearly wasn't serious so he goes uh i don't know he tried to make up for it um it's over now. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. so so well, she ended up saying eventually i think she said she was 35 yeah which well, i think after the words though if she said when he talk anyway, so we'll keep going. So whatever it was, so uh, I, I I believe she was significantly older than that. Um, but uh, as we were going to leave, we're outside, and oh um, no, this is before that. We were standing off to the side, uh, right oh, yeah, at the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. We were yeah, talking to the, right, the, 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 right. the promoters and stuff, and uh, that's right. That's right. She walks up to Stephen and is like, uh, "My husband and I would like to buy you a drink." He goes, "Are you serious?" And and, oh, mind you, this place we're performing at, uh, when I first heard about it, I was told it was a gay bar. And oh. then it was clarified to me, that, no, 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 this isn't a gay bar. This is a swingers bar that oh, just happens to have okay. a large yeah. gay clientele. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she's so so, already got the reputation for that. And then after right. the show. She comes up and says, my husband and I would like to buy you a drink. And he goes, no, are you serious? And she goes, <laughs> she looks at him for a second, just deadpan as hell and goes, no, and then turns her to walk away, and he goes, "Wait a minute!" And so he walks over there, right? So we step outside for a smoke, and um, and uh, as we're so we're joking this whole time, like yeah. I say, he's not coming back with you. Like yeah. he's gonna come out and be like, "I got a ride." We're like, "It's cool. I'm not going to Valpo." And then and you can see through like the window, like he's between the couple, like as they're talking, looking back yeah. forth. And then so we finish uh, our business, and uh, or like I wonder if this motherfucker's coming or not. And then here he comes out, trotting out, and he goes, "You guys ready to go Valpo?" And I and I said, "Whoa, what the hell? You're going, you're going with us?" And he goes, "Yeah, why? We thought you had alternate plans tonight." I was like, "Are you serious? You could have been watching that dude jerk off in the corner of a room tonight, man." Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, she's a therapist and thinks I really need some help. <laughs> well. <laughs> so she was she was offering to, to yeah, she was like, see here's my car. Yeah. If okay. you don't want to talk to me, you need to talk to somebody. <laughs> see, there's some issues going on. Well, hell yeah, he's a comic. That's, that's a given. Which is which leads me to my next subject. Rusty's kid oh, came God. to an event. God, yeah. This, this kid, Nate. Nate Nixon. This know is, the name, ladies well, and gentlemen. Uh, and first of all, this is how you know this is going to be a problem, because it wasn't even a funny event. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't bad. 
It yeah. wasn't bad. But uh, he... Uh, I mean, it wasn't... The reason yeah. was not a good one, but it wasn't... You guys were pretty good. And uh, and there, uh, he, after leaving the event, he decided that uh, despite this college education that you've paid for for three years, six semesters, I don't know what that would be, like uh, 15000 What is a uh, huge waste of money. That <laughs> <laughs> he is going to, he wants to pursue stand-up comedy, which is why... Uh, I was thinking about exactly this issue with with, with Steven Saylor and the therapy. We need to get your kid hooked on cocaine. Something, something, just a short tragedy in his life. We got to get, you know, he's got to get some material builds up to be See, funny in a few years. I, I got to say that that that's a good choice here. But the original text was heroin. Uh, well, I so said, you know, I, I think that might be uh, you know. Well, here's and, the, and, here's, and a, like, here's a fact about Dean. My kid is a heroin addict. No, great. What I said was here's the here's the, here's the truth about heroin, Rusty. Uh, <laughs> it's it's Listen. heroin's actually a pretty clean drug. The, the fentanyl is what the issue is. It's, you just got to find yourself a good supplier, and you can use heroin forever without dying. <laughs> And here's the oh, thing. What good. I said was, what I said was the scene. You said he, that he really liked the guys and the and the and the atmosphere. When I said, yeah. well, the scene sucked me in too. It's a lot like heroin. I mean, before you know it, you're 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 sucking dick for stage time. You're stealing gas to drive to mics for that five minutes in the fucking spotlight. That's never quite satisfying you enough until you you fucking find your way onto the next goddamn stage and the next goddamn stage and you never fucking get your fix. That's what I meant. Do you just sleep in the alleyway outside the club? I can't see how many times I have slept in my car since I've been doing comedy. Like, like, what the fuck? What happened to me? I used to be a stable individual. Now you might find me sleeping in a parking lot. Actually, a matter of fact, you I... find me sleeping in a parking lot on most days. I do it at lunch now. Like, what the fuck? So I'm just going to slowly convert my car to my house. Yes. Just living, living, driving one thing. Well, I, I know what you're talking about. I'm done the same thing I'm when i was young you. i was a lot younger than both of you but yeah that's what i'm saying like what am i what am i what am i doing I, well i feel like the size of my car like it's almost asking to be towed behind something i do agree with that it's like why do you have the this car clearly gets towed behind something else right <laughs> You don't drive it everywhere. It's what you, you ride around the campground in when you get there. Yeah, it's slightly bigger than a golf cart. Never car. above 25 miles an hour. Yeah. So, so yeah, so your kid, uh, who is uh, a finance, some sort of finance major. Finance major, yeah. It's been spreading the love of the pod at yeah. uh, Ball State. Yeah. I'll actually I'll actually be able to confirm those statements when I check our downloads from Muncie. <laughs> but, you know, that's okay. I'll take your word for it. He's, he tells me, he tells all his buddies about it. Yeah, they like it. He and he and his brother both live down there together. That's what I see now. That yeah. we, we, may, we, need, we need to get him. When he, get, when he gets his hot five, we need to get him on, on air. So we can start growing something out of months. Yeah, that's my first. I told Rusty, I was like, he's telling me he's down. I said, oh damn! So there, we got an in. <laughs> we got an in at Muncie for some college shows. How old is he? Twenty three. Yeah, he's got like a semester and a half or something. Like yep. That. Yeah. Yeah, and and his older brother's the one that keeps making. He wants to be the producer of the show. He's the go. one that keeps making the suggestions. Well, you ought to get him on. You ought to do this. There you go. There you go. And the other thing, the older brother, I'm telling you, is he the one down there? Yeah, he's down there. He's he's uh, uh, 
he's studying to be an electrician or he isn't I don't know what he's doing. He makes money and he lives on his own. He's he's a man. I don't he's growing bother. pot. Probably. That's cool. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we, we yeah, did. you got to make sure the lamps stay at the proper electrical. Whatever. <laughs> we need to get to know the yeah. Nixon brothers. <laughs> yeah, I, used to, I, I used to spend some time in Muncie, but that was a long time ago. But uh, we have to make some shit happen here. So uh, yeah. So I. Yeah, you had did. you had something you wanted to tell me. I did. Yeah, you were telling me a story, and then you go, "Wait a minute, I'll save it for Pod." And now your fucking old ass has forgotten it. This is where you write down this shit. Yeah, I have forgotten it, actually. But you're the one who made me shut up. I, I didn't make you shut up. Yeah, he did. No, said, you no, did. No, you said, wait, we'll say, it on the, no, save that for the pod. No, I know. I didn't say it then. Yeah, you go, did. you said you'd save it. I done told you a story how Jason's always telling me shit on Wednesdays about other fucking awesome stories. And I'm like, we get to pod, and he's all like, just sitting over there sucking on his fucking bait pen, staring at me like, are you going to get to the show started, man? He pointed like a minute ago. I was just curious. And I'm like, what about all these fucking stories you told me? Yeah, yeah, my old ass has forgotten what I have to tell him as they happen, or I just don't even remember. Well, your son came into town. Yeah. Yeah, this is... <laughs> he's, he's not very good at communicating. Imagine that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> weird. Right, let me look this up real quick. This happened, this happened at an open mic. Um, okay, where is this? Open mics can be dangerous. <laughs> Thanks, I'll pass that yeah. along. Yeah, I was burned by a wizard at an open mic. <laughs> okay. So uh, I got this text at an open mic. That's why I remember. I texted. He was uh, having an issue with the phone thing. He got a new phone. Yeah. Own contract and stuff. Well, I pay for his phone. So when he got his new phone, I was like, well, um, like, you know, cancel that. Make sure you get a hold of him. And he, he didn't do it. Of course not. <laughs> so the charge goes through again, and um, I can't can It's an auto pay on my card. Yeah, right. and I can't yeah. cancel it because it's set up through his email address, yeah. right? which he no issue. longer has access to that email account. Yeah. I have the same issue with Spotify. So I texted him on uh, on May seventh, and I was like, "Did you ever get that phone thing figured out?" And I got a response one night in an open mic uh-huh. on. Uh, May 24th. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have no idea what the password is for the email. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, uh, you know, Pony Express. Uh, uh. <laughs> so like Friday afternoon, he sends me a message. He's like, hey, uh, we're in town. We're in town if you're free. Uh, we're leaving tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm like... Well, I knew you, you, like, you have to know that you're, like, driving from Nebraska to Indiana beforehand, right? Like, you didn't decide this at, like, 8 o'clock this morning. Dude, you like that, man. So, I'm like, yeah, um, they, they end up coming over, and uh, downtown right now, uh, Jazz Fest is going on. So, they have, like, all the food vendors and oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you guys want to go down and get some food? I'm like, yeah. So we walk downtown. I get down. I realize I have no cash. So I'm like, well, we're going to have to hit an ATM. And we're looking around, and there's no fucking 
and they were like uh well we have cash you can just you know like cash app us back <laughs> and i was like all right yeah i'll buy dinner with your money and then i'll just <laughs> i'll just cash out to you all right that's cool we could do that you know mind you right before we walked downtown they were just telling me and showing me pictures of the they just moved they live in downtown omaha now yeah this fucking gorgeous apartment it's like a thousand dollars a month like all hardwood floors, natural exposed brick, tall ceilings with ceiling fans. I want to fucking live there. <laughs> it's Father's Day weekend, but I'll cash app you. <laughs> let's let's go get some food, guys. <laughs> this reminds me of my Father's Day morning. Andy works overnights, obviously. Yeah. So. uh I'm going to be a nice guy. I'm going to make her breakfast when she comes in. It's breakfast for me, too. You know, yeah, it's yeah, breakfast time. Yeah. So she gets home. She had a rough night. I know she had a rough night because um, she messaged me in the middle of the night that some stuff was going down there. So um, she comes rolling in. I got pancakes. Got eggs. Cheesy eggs. It's like oh. everyone likes. Laid out. She's like, oh, that's delicious. So then she runs in the uh, other room and she gets that glass bottle of syrup she's got <laughs> oh the right? syrup yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 so she's eating and i'm finishing up cooking mind you i'm cooking on father's day morning i turn around i got my i got my flapjacks slap the butter on it's ready for the syrup and 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 i literally see her her eye flick over to the state that my flapjacks were ready for syrup, I see her right hand subtly scoot the fucking glass jar like behind the paper towels, and then with her left hand, she grabbed the shit syrup for the kids and, and, and laid it down right next to my plate, like I was all stupid and mystified and didn't see the shit, and I was like, motherfucker, I even cooked this shit. And as I'm, as I'm contemplating them, rather I want to make a stink about it or not, I noticed she. Was there? You, what are you done? Like one serving of this here? It was. There was. It, they had some little tiny jars, and she, so so there's like there was like <laughs> just enough. So then she grabbed it and then uh, reapplied the fucking good shit to her plate, leaving only <laughs> a afterthought. In the fucking bottle. When you add the cheap syrup and a little bit of water. Yeah. Yeah, no shit. And I looked at her and I go, on Father's Day morning. I would have slapped the plate onto the floor. I had a complete. (laughs) Oops. Sorry about that. Let me make you some fresh ones. (laughs) I put my elbow into it. Just my. Oh. I'm sorry. I had a completely different vibe with that story until you got to the end. I was hearing Marvin Gaye in the background. And she went and got the glass bottle. Oh, yeah. You think? I've been feeling right, yeah. baby. Yeah. Good morning to my baby. <laughs> I've been holding back for so long. So long. But now but I got you. Very much special. Like <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Whoa. Didn't happen Come like on. that. Let's get yeah. it on. Instead, ah! instead, you heard you heard the record like screech as you knock. Yeah, yeah. And then and then eat this shit. Yeah, 
was a totally different vibe in my head. Fucking got to the different <laughs> vibe, just right? Turned turned dark quickly. Thank you for joining us here at Light Me at Five. You can reach us at the Light Me at Five Pod. You can you can email us at lmfive pod at gmail. That's Light Me at Five Pod at Gmail. You can reach me at Dean Journey and Comedy at Gmail. You can reach Jason LaFoon by messaging the damn pod or just fucking look him up on Google. <laughs> I mean, for fuck's I, sake. I'm it's sure if you just Google my name, my phone number pops up. Like this phone. There you are. There you are. Remember to rate and review us. And, uh, and I'm finding out, too, that uh, that I apparently have not been spreading this message. Is when you give us a, f- uh, a four or five star, a five star rating on, on Apple iPod, you also need to accompany that with some sort of comment for that to count. Oh, really? It doesn't matter what you say. Say it's your flavored ice cream flavor. Say you're being made just to, to put something on there. It doesn't boobs. matter. Right, boobs every time. Boobs. I, actually, I think the boobs will remove. They'll probably remove that comment. So uh, don't write boobs, but uh, write what the fuck else ever, man. Write whatever your favorite Star Wars movie. I don't give a shit. But rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. And spread the shit and help us out so we can quit our fucking jobs. Okay? Is that a cue card that we're supposed to read for an ad for PC repair for $99? No, that's not. That's a joke from the uh, radio show earlier in the week. Okay. We were we were talking about people putting illegal signs in the right-of-ways so our PC guy walked in. Oh, yeah. And speaking of, I didn't wall. even get to mention my second complaint about the studio. Oh, I would like some God. mints or hard candies, like an old-fashioned hard candy, a bowl of them here. It'd be good for the throat. You know what I'm saying? Just getting something prepared while I'm waiting in between where you're doing shit. Anyway, we'll, keep, we'll, we'll, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that. I'll, I'll make a note. I'll remind you. Uh, the flashback. We got flashback coming up. For those of you who don't know, the flashbacks are flashbacks of our radio show from back in the day. Uh, well, a couple years ago. Not really that long ago. Actually, it was not very long ago at all. Yeah. So. All right. There you go. I got to go find some hard candy, evidently. Yeah. Old old style. You know, some, you know what I'm saying? Some of that little strawberry and something. Little, <laughs> all those strawberry candies. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. Coming up next, it's a... Like me at five. Flashback. Coming up next, it's a Like Me at Five flashback. Time for your mind to be blown, man. Good morning. Time for your mind to be blown. To be blown. To be blown. Mind it's blowing facts. Co- coffee with Dean the Sage of Marshall County. How you been, Rusty? I've uh, been okay. Uh, people missed you. I think we need to. People missed you last week. Uh, we got we got the phone calls. Did you? We got the phone calls. Yeah, I was. Where's worried. Dean? Have you kidnapped him? Is he still alive? And we also got a text the show. Did said we? the manager taken out in chains, and they wondered if it was you. That is uh <laughs> So was... we were going to do free Dean t-shirts <laughs> with a little fist, you know, the, the free Dean. Yeah. Yeah, indeed, that was uh, that was a fake news. Okay. All right. Just wanted no, to be sure. Nobody was let out in handcuffs or chains. <laughs> Well, I heard it was like a, like a whole Roman legion had surrounded him, and he was being led through the public square for. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Not happening. All right. Fake news. Fake news. So Dean is not in jail. So that's not I'm where not. he was. I've just been very busy with the uh, with the Memorial Day. Oh yeah, you guys got buried, didn't you? Yeah. 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 You. I remember. I got. I got a text from you. You said, "You know, Memorial Day is our Christmas," and and it. I, I can see that. Yeah, it's the beginning of the year, so like everybody's buying all their all their lawn stuff. Yeah, they you know we had the late spring too though, so with April lasting so long in the winter, 
you know, people weren't out buying their stuff. So right. like our, our shopping early shopping season of the spring got condensed. <laughs> and uh, we were like running out of everything. Well, you had it was good weather too, so I'm sure everybody wanted well, to be was, outside. It was, it was almost too good. Like it was 107 heat index on like Sunday. Oh yeah, hundred. Ooh, yeah. So I wasn't out Sunday. I was at <laughs> lying in bed coughing. <laughs> yeah, you do like 11 and a half hours, and then you just go home and you just lay there, you know. And you have such a restful life at home too, because you. I do. You send me some very interesting texts during the week the the one that you exchanged with your son a little earlier this week was that's got to live is one of my favorites i don't even remember which one it was <laughs> about him having him not wanting to go to school oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah and you made some allusion to to he said the, how about how about i stay home from school today see they had uh i think they had they they, they had missed the bus because I had to go in it really early, so oh, I yeah, wasn't there yeah, to wake them up. Yeah. And they didn't wake up to their alarm, so they missed the bus. And I was like, all right, well, eat breakfast. So I'm going to try to come back and pick you up. And he had text, maybe I can stay home. And I said, maybe I'll sell you to a mine where you will work until you drop from the black lung. And he had responded, let's not do that. But my cold is pretty bad, cough, cough. the greatest of all worlds and i feel lucky in this way too but you do you have kids who understand your sense of humor and share it and that is that is good because somebody from outside reading that text would think my god he's selling his kids into slavery what's yeah. what's going on in that home well you know it's the right offer <laughs> see mine was always medical experiments yeah yeah Oh, they could, you know, whatever. Once you, once you've made the purchase, you know, there's a thirty day return policy, and that's it. There's no warranty or support system here. Yeah, I would say stuff like that. My kid would just look at me and say, "Harsh, Dad." Yeah, harsh. He cracks me up though. They hold. Let's not do that. But yeah, I know that was getting pretty was bad. The, and see, that's what I'm talking about. That was the perfect response. Yeah, that was the perfect response to your uh, obvious. Uh, how do we? What do we call it? Hyperbola, the yeah. over-the-top joke, and it, yeah. it, it was perfect. Yeah, I know. I love. He it. takes it in stride and he just does. goes. He does. He's eleven. <laughs> That's yeah. even better. He's been on the show though. He was the one that was on the show. That is right. We need to get him in here sometime. I agree. Because he, he told me he was bored today, <laughs> so he needed to. Well, you got we got summer break coming up. He can. He's on summer break. He can come and join us. It's official. Oh yeah. They'll never right. leave the house now. <laughs> They'll be there at all times. When I get home, there they'll be, just staring at me with their soul-sucking stares. Their bowls held up. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. The dog even does that. More food, sir. Yeah. That's exactly. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's life. Uh, when you got to... When you got kids, that's life. Yeah. At least you have a daughter. Breaks it up a little bit. I you got know, I got five sons. It's the same thing I don't know, with man. all of them. Because like Trinity's got this habit of whatever room she's gone in, she drops some piece of clothing in it. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, that's up. not that's not that's not reserved for women. That my <laughs> I got a boy that does that. She you know a, where he's been because you got a trail from the front yeah. door to wherever you went. She was asleep on the couch, and uh, Leland comes down and he says, Trinity. I'm going to need you to clean up the PlayStation area. You have underwear laying there. Yeah. 
And you know. And he was outraged. I said, Leland, lay off. I was like, Trendy, you can go, you know, go sleep in my bed. So that way you're just not in the middle of the living room. And she goes, I said, but you do have some clothes sitting in that chair right there. And on your way, get your stuff out of the bathroom that's just laying there. And uh, on the kitchen table, there's a sweater of some sort. And, and Leland's like, you have stuff on the stairs, too, and you've ruined them. <laughs> She's ruined the stairs. Ruined the stairs. Can't even use them. I got to be honest with you. Sister underwear requires a hazmat yeah, team. And, I agree. And tongs. I get it. That's... Because as a brother, you're you're not. No. I, I had sisters. You're not touching sister underwear. No, it was it's a, not yeah, happening. I think it was her clean stuff. It was just even then. It was her. It was even her, then. I know, but he was. He's so dramatic. He's like, there's stuff on the stairs, and they're ruined. But you see. I'm just listening to the, these things. It, the delivery is perfect. You've got you've got an entire theater company sitting in your house. Their, their delivery is fantastic. It's on point. Cor- Corbin is hilarious when he's not trying to be. When he's genuinely outraged about something, he is so funny. And it does not help when you're laughing. He just gets worse, like more angry. Yeah. But Corbin, Corbin's my kid that if the apocalypse happens tomorrow, as soon as we run out of cereal, he's a dead man. <laughs> like, he has no survival skills beyond that. He might be able to make a sandwich. I, I think Corbin and I probably get along pretty well. <laughs> Have you ever taken those quizzes online? How long yeah. would you last in a zombie apocalypse? I, I always, I'm one of the, I'm one extreme to the other. I either, I'm hit by a bus in the first five <laughs> minutes, or I, I'm the last guy alive. It's pretty much generally exactly the same for me. Yeah. As soon as it happens, I'm gone. Yeah. I'm one of the first that are out of the way. So uh, uh, can I make this point? If you see me and some sort of apocalypse is happening, don't worry about it. I'm going to be gone. I'm not taking any food from you. I will be gone in a matter of seconds if I don't just disintegrate in front of your eyes. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm never going to make yeah, it. Yeah, it have nothing to do with the apocalypse either. Like if it's a zombie apocalypse, like I'll, I'll fall in, in a <laughs> well and drown or something. And you can't even come out and be a zombie because you're in a well. Right. I'll be stuck down there. You'll be stuck down there. It's like, man, I had to fall in this well. Why didn't I just die out in the uh-huh. open where I could... Terrorize people. I'll be a soggy bottom zombie. <laughs> soggy bottom zombies are the worst. Oh yeah, yeah. So you were you were telling me that there's a few things in life that you missed out on. Oh yeah, there's a lot of things in life I missed out on. And then you said you'd uh, you kind of regretted never joining the navy. Having oh, I thing. said that. I yeah. said that. I do believe so. I said that because you have such great stories. I never thought that before you started coming in here with these these stories from your navy days. So yeah, I. Uh, I miss the stories. Well, it got I, don't, me, you know, I don't know that I'd miss boot camp. It got me. It got me thinking, <laughs> and uh, I started. I started talking boot camp with a buddy of mine, and it reminded me of uh, of a kid that went there. Um, I cannot remember his name for life of me, but I do remember. Do you remember the the, the cartoons Five O Goes West? Oh yeah. Okay, this kid yeah. looked like Five Like he, he had, looked like Five He had the ears of a bat, <laughs> and he, he just. A little round head like this kid looked like Fievel. So that's that's what we're going to call him because I can't remember his name. So Fievel is, is his name. Yeah, we're going to go with Fievel. So we're, 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 I don't know how many weeks we are in. We're on, we're, our, our barracks is three stories up. And it's, uh, it's like 11 o'clock at night and we're in trouble. 
and they're doing a health and comfort inspection, which means they've got you, they've got you all standing in attention at the end of your bunks as they search the, the two little, you have two little drawers to keep all your personal items in. Right. And they're ripping those out and they're dumping them on the bunks and they're searching them for contraband. <laughs> what started this was when, when you go to the cafeteria and eat all you, the galley, all you had was a hot sauce. That's all you could use, right? Okay. So you end up putting hot yeah. sauce on everything from chocolate cake to peas because it was like the only thing you had and everything was really bland. Right. So, like, to this day, I can't, like, stand hot sauce now as a result. That's because, not hard to believe. Yeah. Yeah. But there was the good news was there was a bunch of hot sauce. Like, there was, you know, choices. But there was also, there was, like, another, like, a, um, I don't know, like a buffet bar or something there that had, like, ketchup packets and, and peanut butter and whatnot. But that was all for the drill instructors. Like, you couldn't, oh, you couldn't touch yeah, them. yeah, you couldn't touch it. And uh, at some point... One of our drill instructors found some peanut butter packets in the trash in the in the barracks. Dun dun dun. Right. <laughs> so uh, so somebody had stolen peanut butter from the uh, from the galley there and was eating them uh, in the in our in our barracks. So they were searching for this 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 you know pillar of evil. Searching for peanut butter. They're searching for this pillar of evil. We must squash the peanut butter. Right. So. Uh, like, you know, we didn't know what they were looking for at the time. Fiebel was, like, across about an angle from me. He, so he's, like, six feet away. He's across the, the other side of the – his bunk's on the other side, kind of at an angle. And uh, so we're all standing at attention. And then they, like, they disappear in between the bunks, and they unlock the thing, and they dump them, and they search through everything. And then, you know, they, they go to the next one. And so there's a few seconds in between each time <laughs> – there's a few seconds in between each uh, bunk that they come to. Right. And I'm watching Fiebel, like, have a freaking – he's having a mental breakdown of what's going on. He's, he keeps staring out of the corner of his eye. I know. <laughs> bullet sweat is just, like, rolling down. It's like, I, I, like, I'm pretty sure he's guilty of something. But I don't know what he's done, you know. So in the middle of uh, one of these uh, – well, they, they kind of disappear from sight for the second while they go in between the bunks. He rushes back to his, his bunk. He breaks the tension, rushes back to his bunk, and he does the, 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 the combination on his lock really fast. And then he runs back, stands at attention again. And, I mean, this is – I mean, like if Mission Impossible was playing in the background, this guy was feeling – every bit of that he was bullets are sweating he's looking over and then they they disappear from sight again he runs back there and he opens the lock and he opens the drawer and he comes running back out and he's got something in his hands and i can't see it i don't know what he's i don't know what he's doing and uh but i'm like i'm amused to no end you know like i'm just chuckling it up like is he gonna make it is he is is the inspection team gonna reach him before he can so they come into the next locker. He rushes back and he chucks this stuff out the window. I don't see what it is, but it just it goes out the window. And we're on the third floor. So he runs back to us. And he's like, oh, the relief on this guy's oh, face. Oh, bad. Oh, it's, you know, the weight of the world. Like oh, he just yeah. got pardoned, you know. Yeah. And uh, they're still doing their search. And it was like a few minutes go by. And you hear. And like this, this, this cop like thudding on the on the door at the end of the hall, and you and there's a little, there's a little tiny window in it, and, right. you, and, and I, yeah. so we all like naturally look, which we're like you know we're not supposed to, we're supposed to pay attention, but everybody, including our drill instructors, all just looked, and you could see another drill instructor like staring through the hole, <laughs> and we're like, oh no, what's this yeah, all about? It's like Eleven o'clock at night. This you know? is a problem. 
So our drill instructor goes over and he opens it. And we had three we had three drill instructors. One of them was like an ex-Navy SEAL that blew his leg out, so he couldn't do combat anymore. Right. But he was he was awesome. You loved working for that guy. Oh, yeah. Whatever, he, he, was, just, he was really big. Like, every morning he'd be like... Good morning, my fuzzy little raisins. And like he was just, he would just, you just, you'd kill yourself for this guy. Yeah. Then there was, there was one, the other one was like a total bad cop. Was a total jerk. Yeah. Yeah. And we had bad cop was the one that was doing the inspection. Yeah. So he goes back and he talks to the other drill instructor, and he comes, he goes walking back in the middle out. His hand, he's got two handfuls of all this peanut butter, and he's like, he's like, who? Threw this out of the window and hit my fellow drill instructor in the head as he walked down the street. <laughs> of all the things, of all the, he just he, he threw that and, out and he hit and he hit another drill instructor as he threw, at eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> oh, and you—it's too much. Like the the fact that he was so worried and then he was relieved and then the guy yeah, showed did, up he broke he I just, was gonna say did he die he burst into tears <laughs> he burst into tears and he was like it was me <laughs> and then I could I exploded laughing uh, he just it was the way he was sobbing it out it was and I just <laughs> so they nailed us both and drug us down to, so you went with him because you're laughing. Some, yeah, I got uh, I got in trouble for that a lot. <laughs> I, I they never got my name right, so it'd be like Jersey, quit laughing. <laughs> it's it's just wonderful that you could you could find other people's <laughs> terror. So amusing. Well, you know, it was. I mean, what is the worst they're gonna do? You're gonna do some push-ups. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, and yeah. you did a hundred of them a day anyway. Like, it was. Everyone took it so serious. <laughs> and uh, oh, it was. I mean, it was the best fun I never want to have again. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had another. Ch- I, I'm just thinking. What are, What are the chances of that? Oh, I know. What are the right? chances that he throws that out the window at right. 11 o'clock at night and on, a, on a Navy base and hits another drill instructor? Yeah. How is that even possible? Of course, he gets hit and he looks up and there's one <laughs> one row of lights on, you know. Yeah. So no question where it came from. I'm wondering if he wasn't down there waiting for it. I, I you know, I, I'm I just, don't know. The, you know, the we, we got woke up by the third, the third drill instructor was a young guy. And we got woke up by him on like a double date one night. And they were up there drunk and making us work out for their for the entertainment of their dates. True story. Uh, if you ever wanted no to murder, if you ever wanted to murder a guy, there was like like an entire room that wanted to just murder a guy and cover it up. That was us. That was us that night. Actually, made yeah, you work brought their out dates, for their brought dates. Brought their dates in, and we're like, "Get out of bed, do push up," and they're just yelling at us and making us work out. And, and you know, we only get like four hours sleep a night, so. Like, I'm still looking for that guy if I see him on the street. And I guess I'm thinking to myself, what kind of a woman? What was she oh, this is so oh, enticing. No, they were, they were this giggling. This is so sexy. Yeah, they were laughing. They were giggling. They were laughing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. They would have joined him in the shallow grave if, <laughs> if, if anybody would have made that move. Yeah. I've 
find that fascinating that any woman would find that attractive. Oh, you, you know. yell at these young men so well. Yeah. It's so attractive to me. Abuse of power. I'm telling you, what. you know, there was another, that poor five, he had a rough time you're, of it. You're, you're so abusive. I really want to get, spend more time with you. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Yeah. I, I, can't wait till you're yelling at our kids like can't, this. Can't wait till you're at home screaming at me to do push-ups in the kitchen. It's yeah. just going to be so much fun for the rest of my life. <laughs> I, I don't know. So we had a, we had an incident later with poor Fievel. Uh, I'll never forget this. Again. The uh, now he had a rough time, like psychologically. Obviously, he, got, he may have been damaged permanently from this. <laughs> so we you have to go through what we call the gas chamber, right? And this uh, doesn't sound good already. And the uh, so it, the whole point of it is so you learn to uh, to uh, trust your gear, right? Okay, your, your gas mask. Okay, yeah, you get, yeah. You got to yeah, be able to trust because yeah. if you're if you're panic attacking. During an anthrax attack. Oh, yeah, that's not going to be yeah, good. Yeah, you're not going to be able to put out fires or do anything. No. So the whole, they, put, they put you through this just so you learn <laughs> that this stuff actually works. Right. So you sit through a class. Well, first off, that morning they were like, take your time eating. Eat as much as you want. Have doubles. You want another bowl of cereal? Welcome to it. And they never let you. You have like five minutes to eat. So like I knew something was going on. Yeah. Something shady. Because yeah. ne- <laughs> they never did anything nice. You oh, know? no. Like, they made one kid that was lactose intolerant eat, like, half this cake that they brought in. And it was an ice cream cake. Yeah, like, while we oh, worked out. Oh, God. He was fine until yeah. towards the end of it. but Yeah. So, so like, like yeah, there was nothing pleasant that they ever did. So, it was like, oh, what's going on? So, I like I was, like, really sparsely eating. But there were guys that just fell right for it, man. Oh, yeah. They were eating, like, three bowls of cereal. And, yeah, uh, that'd be me. Yeah. <laughs> that'd I, be me. I know. I figured they're probably, like... Who cares? What's the worst that's going to happen, you know? I'd be dancing and singing, Go, bring it! Innkeeper! <laughs> cereal for all my friends! <laughs> yeah, On me, right? Yeah, that's exactly what I'd do. So then we go to our instruction, and, and you get like this little classroom instruction on how to use your gas mask. And then they march you into this, uh, this, for lack of a better word, a shed. Right. And they get 90 of you in there, just shoulder to shoulder, just crammed absolutely to the T. And they... Uh, they, they, you know, you put on your gas mask and they seal it by holding the ends and sucking it and it like vacuum seals to sure. your face. Yeah. And then these three guys in like total chemical mop suits walk in, <laughs> and they they bust open these tear gas canisters oh, in this room, man, in this closed environment. And like they use like you're only supposed to use in civilians. You're only supposed to shoot like one canister per so many, and it's got to be out in the open. And they shoot off like two in here in this closed building. And immediately, like, where you shaved starts burning, you know. But, like, the mask is working, all right. But you, you're still, like, you're psychologically, you're panicking. Like, like I, I remember thinking, they can't do this to me. I'm an American citizen, you know. <laughs> oh, really? So the guy, there's a guy, like, three rows over who starts hyperventilating, oh, and he man. throws up. Oh, no. <laughs> and his mask is sealed, and it shoots oh, out the back of it. no. All over the, the guy behind him. Oh my goodness! So, so they make you—they make you stand in there, and then the first row steps forward, and you got to take off the mask, and then like say some stuff, and then they make you like suffer the the tear gas. And the point is, you can see the difference, right? Like I wasn't yeah. dying yeah. when I had the mask yeah. on, and now I want to die. So <laughs> it works, you know. So when they step forward, like I, I rip the mask off, but I'm I'm going to trick these guys. I'm I'm not really breathing, right? And then as they walk by. Then one guy stops and looks at me and goes, what's your favorite football team? And I go, what? <laughs> you know. So then he punishes me and makes me, like, sing songs while I'm sitting there. And there's guys that are, like, like vomiting. And if, you, oh, if yeah. you're throwing up, you yeah. got to throw up inside your shirt. Oh, yeah. 
Because if you throw up on the ground, they make you clean it. Yep. With no mask on. So you're going just 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 dying here, and your eyes are watered so bad, and all you can see is this blurry light. That's that's your exit. And then when they let you go, so they're like, all right, you can go. And they point to the door. You rush to the door, and as soon as you hit the fresh air, your eyes just stream, and you can't see anything. And there's this, and you're supposed to take care of all your equipment first before you take care of yourself. And there's this big 55-gallon drum sitting right outside the door that you run over to, and you basically just spit and hack and get all this stuff out into right. the drum, yeah. and then you go and start cleaning your mask off. So I come out just like everybody else. You can barely see the drum because your eyes are just streaming. So you walk over to it, blah, 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 and you spit or you puke or whatever you got to do. Then you walk over and you start cleaning your mask off. Right. Then you can start cleaning yourself. So as I wipe my eyes off, and my vision comes back. I look up and I see Fievel <laughs> is laying on top of the drum, just dry heaving. But nobody coming out behind him can see that he's laying oh, there. Oh, no. And everybody's just evacuating oh, all over the poor kid. man. Oh, <laughs> oh Fievel. They had to take a hose to him. Oh, I, yeah, I'm sure that probably didn't even... He's probably still not oh, clean. It was disturbing, Oh, yeah. just from my view. Yeah. And I was like 30 yards away. Is he still alive? I have no idea. <laughs> Mentally, I think he died that day. I would die that yeah. day. These are the... Oh, uh, my... These, uh, the, uh, oh. these are the things you missed out on, Rusty. See, I miss the stories. I don't... I don't like I said, I don't think I would miss boot camp at all. I don't. I'm telling you, it's the most fun I never want to have again. Yeah, you're, you're talking about a guy who thinks that you know, God gave us air conditioning and indoor plumbing for a reason, and Did I he? don't go camping. Did he? And, because this yeah, room doesn't so. really feel like I it. I know it's hot in here, isn't it? Light me at five. Light me at five. Light me at five.